This is a Your Last Resorts production. And welcome back to the Your Last Resort podcast with your host, Brandon Lejean, a.k.a. The Shoe Comic. Guys, before we get into my guest this week, real quick, um, if you guys, you know, I've been noticing more and more people have been checking out the YouTube, the visual. We're going to up it a little. I'm going to make sure there's more pictures, more clips, make it more interesting for people watching. So if you do watch, that's coming on this episode that you're now watching. And if you're listening, go check it out. If it's something you're interested in, more interactive and all that kind of stuff. Now... Without a further ado, my guest, one of my one of my favorite people, he's one of the nicest guys ever, one of the nicest people in comedy, hilarious, John Liu. Nice to meet everybody. Yes. Thanks for having me on. Of course, bro. Thank Cheers. you for coming on the podcast. Cheers to you, too. Uh, yeah, guys, John Liu, he's a comedian. He's, you know, in the OCLA scene, just like me. We've gotten to know each other. I've gotten to watch him, and I mean this genuinely. <laughs> I've gotten to watch you become such a good comic, dude. And I'm grateful. It's only because I work with people like you and ah, other thank comedians you, man. that have just taken the time to show me the ropes and teach me. So I yeah. appreciate it. No, of course, dude. But no, like, yeah, I just wanted to put it on record and just say that I'm I'm genuinely proud of you because you like not saying you weren't good, but just how much you've strided and grown oh, since sure. the first time I think I saw you at a micless amazing comedy theater mic in, in a the park, park at the start of the pandemic in that the- shit was terrible yeah <laughs> um well now that we're done sucking each other's dick <laughs> it's uh it's time for us to i kick off every podcast with a would you rather kind of break the ice get the get the weird brain juices flowing so yeah, this first sure. one it's it's gonna be a longer one i'm gonna read it right here would you rather punch your would you rather punch your mom in the face for one million dollars mm-hmm. or punch your grandma in the face for ten million but in order to keep the money, you can't tell anyone for a whole month why you did it. <laughs> this, this is going to be a little controversial. Do I get a choice? Which grandma? My mother's oh. side or my dad's side? Uh, all right. To make it fun, it, I, I like that. That's hilarious. But you got to do it to the one you love, whichever one you like more. Oh, oh God, I'm going to overanalyze this because first and foremost, you need to know both my grandparents are dead. Okay, okay. You know what? I thought about this because, you know, yeah. you're older than me. I don't know how old you are. I, if I had to guess... 42, I think. Uh, 42, is that how old you are? Asians don't raise them. Dude, look at me. I would have... Uh, <laughs> I just guessed that with no... I, I just guessed 42 years old. That was oh, so yeah. impressive of me, guys. Make sure you uh, tell me a good job for that. No, I'm just fucking around. Um... Dude, yeah, you, uh, you, you guys just white people just we age so bad, man. I know it's like I know like I'm not that's not an original thought, but yeah, we just age so terrible. And dude, like the worst part is is mm-hmm. is I put on lotion every day. Like I moisturize my face, and I mm-hmm. still look older than 23. It if sucks. It, if it makes you feel any better with us, we do this for a while, and then we hit that age and just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will agree with you. There's a point where, like, a, like older Asian people look, like, fossilistic. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and, like, it's just the craziest thing because, like, like, they look young for mm-hmm. so long and, like, then they get, like, ridiculously old that, like, you see, like, you see, like, very few white people that look that, that make it to that old and yeah. look that old. But then there's, like, Asian people who are just, they look that old and they'll be, like, yeah. like 60. 
and before and before we stray too far, the other advantage you guys get is even if you look older, there's like Sean Connery, yeah, or like Anderson Cooper, who's what seventy thousand, yeah, still, you know, looks good for looks good. Period. That mm-hmm. is like, you know, I guess it's kind of like plus size model instead of like old models. Yeah. Okay. So you get that on the yeah. other side. But to get back to the question, both my grandparents are dead. Yes. So obviously we got to tweak that if they were living. Which yeah, yeah, them. yeah. And then the other option is to punch my mom in a month. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, you got to punch pun- my mom and don't tell them for a month. Yeah, and it's a million for your mom, ten million for grandma. Oh my god, my family is so practical that if I punch my grandma in the face, either one, and then wait until a month, they'll still forgive me. So I got to go ten million for the grandma. Nah, dude. I okay. You're one hundred percent right. I agree with you, dude. Mm-hmm. Because hear me out. I'll punch my grandma in the face. There's no explaining it right away. Right. I can't. I flee. Right. Disappear. I, go, I lie low for a month. I have $10 million. I can live off the land for a little bit. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I send them, I send them like each, you know, like a couple hundred thousand bucks, like my loved ones, right. just anonymously. And then in a month, I come back and I go, I got $10 million. And I give like two mil to my grandma. Exactly. Like make sure she like pimp out her house, get her everything <laughs> she needs. 401k you know what i mean that luxury wheelchair exactly probably hit like a freight train dude yeah (laughs) because yeah dude because it's only fair to say you got to hit them as hard as you can because otherwise you'd be like oh like because people try to look for loopholes always and stuff so no yeah you got to hit it hard i'm probably no i'm knocking my grandma my grandma is four foot ten (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be me in 20 years jesus christ yeah dude. i'm gonna shrink like a ridiculous thing but no absolutely grandma 10 million in the face because there's no rule that i have to hang out with them for that entire month no exactly yeah yeah and you if you say i'll hang out it just then it's too many rules like no then you're doing the opposite of the guy trying to find a loophole you're just trying to make the other person pick the other one or something but be direct my family is practical as hell i'm practical as hell so 10 million dollars sorry grandma but you'll get a real nice you know care home in the in the package dude yes Get her, get her just the most luxury food. Like, she gets filet mignons yeah. for dinner and shit. Shark fin soup, a male stripper every day. <laughs> no disrespect to grandpa. Nah, dude, but have you ever, like, you heard that, like, the old people, how much they be, they be fucking? God, the- <laughs> yes. Because think about it this way. You're in a care home. There's nothing to do. They're My- lonely, too, bro. Yeah. And I am surprised that they're not hooking up with the caretakers, man. That Yeah, nah, you know they're, okay, I'm sure you get fired. Like, I'm sure there's something <laughs> in your contract that makes it illegal. But, oh, 100% goes on that that, mm-hmm. that, that they just, someone slangs dick there. My, my homie does not have sex with the uh the old folks he was on the podcast and clarified he did not but he would he says all they all just have sex with each other like all the time because right. they're like 75 and 80 and their husband or wife has passed away for like five or six years yeah. their kids don't visit oh they're, my god so so what are they gonna do they they're old they still have urges like yeah and and, and so they just are 80 and fuck like who cares like any moment could yeah. be their last moment especially now you've got the internet you've got tvs that tv shows that are getting racier every day yeah so i don't care how low your drive is i'm gonna be if i put my parents into a care home i'm gonna be checking like how many hip replacements have we had in the last year <laughs> you know how many people are bedridden you know who's who's single yeah and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna be like mom dad because my parents oh. are divorced 
Dude, anyway. you you think there's like a hierarchy of like like okay, because they're all old and wrinkly, right. and they're sure. Don't get me wrong. There's pro- there's definitely a way to look and be like that older thing is attractive than that older thing. Yes, sure. But like you said, what if what if that's like a <laughs> bro? That's so you need to you need to do, make that into a bit. Um, cause dude, yeah. What if you just like like you got more old ladies right to fuck because you had those robotic nice new hips <laughs> and you could just she's like oh my god it's like when i was young you know what i mean <laughs> oh my god it's not even a boner anymore it's just a steel rod yeah <laughs> good lord no i'm i'm actually imagining like a dating show set in a care home you know what i'm oh, saying dude we got to cut all of this. We need to go to Netflix right now. <laughs> or this is going to be something on ABC or TLC or, or one of those channels oh in the gosh. next 10 years. And I'm going to just text you and be like, let's do we it. We fucked up, bro. We, <laughs> did, we didn't get on it. We could have been the creators. You could be Chris Harrison, but not racist. Listen, you got this right here on record on the Your Last Resort podcast. Yeah. Silver dating or whatever we're going to call it. Yeah. The working golden, title. The golden girls and guys or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Old orgies. Okay. Let's yeah. change the goddamn topic. This is getting weird. <laughs> Wrinkles and orgasms. <laughs> it's all folds one way or another. Uh, yeah. I bet when they have sex, it probably sounds like when you're, uh, it's really hot in the summer and you move around in the leather you know uh <laughs> sofa like the way the the way it peels <laughs> off your back is probably oh how it God, sounds i can hear it i can hear it good lord brandon you're trying to traumatize me dude next time you get out of the jacuzzi it's just rub your thumbs together <laughs> and that's probably what old people feel like fucking your old oh your pruny fingers just rub them yeah you're okay here's the thing for for you to know, I used to live in the Bay Area uh-huh. in, near Oakland, and the so you just saw homeless people just fucking all the you time. You know what? Huh? Here's the thing: this is before it got really bad. Ah, uh, damn! So h- how many like homeless wieners did you see a month, like <laughs> per capita? Okay, let's set the stage. <laughs> I lived in Berkeley for a while. You see oh. Berkeley? And Berkeley famous for being super like free spirit, free speech, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and they would just—it wouldn't even just be the homeless student uh, people; it'd be the students. Like you hear that there's I don't it's probably before your time but there's a guy naked guy, mm-hmm. he would go to class naked literally, wow sit in class and they had to say no stop that at least put something on the chairs before you sit down oh. to give you an idea of how many weird ass naked <laughs> people are in Berkeley so I had to get used to that homeless shit real quick and as soon as I had some money I moved the fuck out of there. Bro, he is that man's bold because hear me out. Every guy's lying if they didn't if they said they didn't once get a boner in class, even in like college, like just right. randomly. Maybe you're zoning out too hard. You had a booty call later, Ooh. like whatever was going on, and you just had a low key one. What do you do if you're naked? Exactly, you can't hide that shit. Because you know, like if you're naked in a class, you have to reasonably expect that at all times someone's looking at your penis or vagina. Yeah. Or your tits, whatever because it is. No it's one's out. paying attention in class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Ex- first off, yes, exactly. No one's paying attention, and it it would just it would shock me. I guess you'd get used to it. You, they <clears> did <throat> at some point. Like I said, at some point they just said, "Dude, be naked if you want. Put something on the chairs. That's disgusting." Oh. Uh, that yeah. So yeah. I moved the hell out of there into this condo complex. <laughs> Full of senior citizens, Brandon. Oh, my God. So this is like... You went like polar opposites. Yeah, like when you were you, so scarred, you went the complete opposite No, because the second you said sit in the jacuzzi, no. Because <laughs> I will walk in there and there's three old Russian dudes just hanging out. And I'm like, I'm good. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know. We should just like make all old people live in the, in Arizona. <laughs> all of them. Just keep them dry. Yeah, keep them dry. Oh, yeah, good idea. Keep them dry. Um, yeah, I heard it's like good for tuberculosis, and a lot of them probably have it. <laughs> it's like an old people killer. And yeah. then, uh, and and like who there? Who gives a fuck about Arizona? Just load it up with old people. Mm-hmm. Flights into Arizona are cheap. Yep. Everyone can go. Cheap. Yeah, you go visit. Yeah, you get your your mom or your grandma mm-hmm. or whoever you're or whatever old person you're putting in that home, mm-hmm. and just. Lock them away in Arizona's desert. And hear me out. Pitch. I'm pitching to all people. This is a billion-dollar idea. Let's do it. Let's hear it. If you don't like your parents, there's a good chance one of the poisonous snakes or scorpions is going to kill them. It's going to sneak into their crock that they left outside late at night, and they're going (laughs) to step in it. And your gram-gram that has the million-dollar life insurance policy, your wife, your whoever it is, Mm -hmm. they're now dead. And now you just made a lot of money, and that's called re- return on investment capital, I think. Oh my god! And we got a clip, so dude, th- we don't have a podcast. We've came up with with two million dollar ideas that this we got to get. I don't know how I make money off the Arizona thing. This is now Shark Fin Tank. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes, we're gonna. I'm gonna change it. Um, we'll have me like walking down the aisle and shit in the suit. You know, I'll cut. We'll have people come on and pitch. Your Other last. crazy ideas. Your last resort tank. Yeah. Your last relative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good, dude. We'll brand everything. So that's yeah. what we'll call them. That's what we'll call the bill to get the move to Arizona. <laughs> oh my dude, I'll have I'll have uh, I'll have Donald Trump Jr. because he's definitely gonna fucking win in, in four years and we're gonna be <laughs> fucked again. And he's gonna be holding a your last resort. Banner, and you guys are gonna say I sold out, and just know I fucking did, and I don't oh care. Oh my god! Um, that was a wild scenario I just created. My mind is running wild, and it's gonna be your plan, man. It's gonna be your Superman three. Yeah, exactly. Fall off. Arizona's gonna be prime property, and your grandparents are gonna be like, oh, you put us in a care home. Where are you gonna live now, bitch? No, I know it's gonna be bad. I'm, but my plan, my plan will be to eventually, I'll betray him. <laughs> The double cross, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be all good. Just like daddy, dearest. Yeah. I'll get Chet Hanks to help me. Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you probably haven't seen this. Because, like, I assume that we see different. I just thought I heard people outside yelling, you know, that, the new thing. I'm going to, sheesh, sheesh. There's people outside yelling it from wherever they are. But, uh. Yeah. Um, I hate that new trend. Anyway, <laughs> what was I talking about? You were talking about scamming insurance policies from your grandmas before that we were discussing who to, how much we want to punch grandma in the face no no no. what was i just saying like i chet hanks chet hanks there we go oh tom hanks's oh, the son uh, he's his son i think okay yeah, yeah and yeah. he's like weird he has like tattoos all over his body oh, and he does yeah, like yeah, yeah. he okay. does like long talk selfie videos yeah, on twitter talking about now. and he said and he said that this year is the is white boy's summer <laughs> and like this is the Oh, shit. The white boys are going to just act themselves. He, like, did a good job of, like, explaining that he didn't mean it, like, in, like, a Yeah. Like, but, uh... Uh-oh. And I don't blame anybody for wanting to be themselves Hello? as long as you don't Hello? hurt anybody. Sorry for the technical difficulty, guys. Somehow yeah. my dumbass just unplugged my own mic. That's okay. But we're got- back. We're back. So, yeah, Chet Hanks is going to help me. 
And then I'm also going to betray him. <laughs> I'm just going to become an evil spy. I think that's what I want to do with my life, John. There you go. In Arizona. No one's going to bother looking for you there. Yeah, eventually. And then we can, like, clip this and, like, play it in, like, however long, many years it happens. But I right. want to play an e- a bad guy in a movie. Oh, this is going to be like Kaiser Sose from... Uh yeah suspects no yeah i want to play like a a bad guy uh, uh, dude i want to i'll do it in like a sharknado like b-list movie it'd be so much fun oh, and i'll be yeah. so ridiculous i'll get i'll, I'll method act the whole role right. i'll be evil like i'll go so i'll like i'll like get arrested for doing something evil because oh, i'll be yeah. so in the role and then you can grow like a giant long pinky nail like it back in the opium den days <laughs> just to just to do the dr evil thing like oh. yeah wow <laughs> just a little tiny ass i would look yeah uh yeah, I grow like thick ass fingernails too. I'd oh look scary God. with one. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, wow man. That's a good idea. Okay. Um hmm. I'm stumped so on a, on yeah. any other million dollar ideas because I feel like there's so many for well, us. First of all, let's re- remind the folks you're going to Texas and yes. you know, you're gonna go out there and set out and make your own name for yourself. Yes, yes. I'm so ex- there's your million dollar idea investing in you, yourself. Ah, dude. Oh, dude, you're That's how you're it too is. nice. That uh, here's the problem, dude. Now the listeners are gonna start to like you. <laughs> and 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 then the and then the core listeners, the squad, the squad's uh-huh. gonna start liking you. Uh-huh. And then they're gonna start a petition mm-hmm. to replace me. <laughs> As ho- as you're gonna replace me as host, and this will become your podcast. I'm God. seeing in the future now. Well, that's because you're going to be going to bigger and better things. Uh, dude, stop trying to take my fucking podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, man. So uh, you got you started. Uh, I real quick want to just talk about you doing comedy. You, you started through the amazing comedy theater, right? That's correct. Yeah. So you took like you did like the stand up classes. Yeah. Can you tell me what they entail? Because I'm not going to roast you. I just want to know. No, but you know sure. there's the negative connotation around the stand-up classes. Mm, sure. And in fact, that's one of the things they talk about. It's like yeah. when you're at open mics, when you're dealing with other comedians, it's not I mean, it's not the worst thing you can do. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you took a class. So you, you can't learn to be funny. I mean, Steve Harvey just said that. Yeah. But what it is for me is here's the thing. What the class taught me is not how to be funny. It's good practices, good habits to develop. Yeah. Hints about what to do at open mics, how, you know, what to do at a club. Yeah. You know, meet the how, what to say to bookers, what to do, prepare a 5-minute reel. Good habits like yeah. speak into the mic, look at the audience, things yeah. like that. And here's the thing, for I'm I'm not as much praise as you heap on me. I don't think I'm naturally funny. I grind away because I need a goal and I need a target. And ironically enough, the class gave me assignments and tasks to do that I can check off. Nested lists. R- think about write free free journal for a long time. Set aside specific time. And that's what the class entails. It helps you develop good habits. It's not going to make you funny if you don't want to commit to it. Yeah. But And you've been doing this com- comedy for a while. You know that you yeah. need that commitment. Yeah, no, that's because that's what I thought about it is is... is I, I don't get why there's a knock against it for whatever reasons, like whatever people call it corny and that. It mm-hmm. the thing is, is is it's like think about when people work out and go to the gym. Some people like can just be okay. I want to get in shape, or it's time for me, and just go. Right. And they can look up and learn workouts and do it. But some people need that that consistency and that kickstart and just to know the ropes and right. how to how to be you know consistent and successful and that's kind of what i feel like it gives gave you and and other people is is that 
where you know other like i just kind of had to learn it from people and on my own mm-hmm. and and listening to other comics talk on podcasts and shit like that yeah. but i i don't think of it really as a negative thing the way i see it is like taking group workout classes at the gym yeah or getting a personal trainer yeah okay and it's like who was saying that that uh that guy at the open mic today said he was going to youth film school Film school, college, all that stuff, it's also about networking and meeting people so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. You know, I don't need to learn. You know, I don't want to have to learn from scratch. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But for like, I that's me. I need targets. I need motivation. I'm not, you know. Yeah, no, I, I can't get, match I, the energy you guys have. I get you. I completely understand what you're... Uh... I, I get what you I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah. just a way for people. There's nothing wrong with it, and then yeah. you've you've continued to be consistent with it, and that's what's important. And right. there's always things that all of it. Like I need to write more. I definitely have gotten lazy with it from like you know not doing comedy for a while, mm-hmm. and then even for a little when it came back, it not mm-hmm. being all the time and not getting up every night. And I'm gonna have to like really when I move to Texas, like set kind of a set amount of time every day that I'm gonna do it, so Absolutely. that I so that I do it. Yeah, and like you said, it's all about consistency. And I I got to tell you, it for you to take that huge step to move to somewhere else. And granted, you're not go- one, you're not going alone. Two, yeah. you're not going you're going to a relatively new market, but there's something there. Yeah. And that's a huge step and that is, you know, we have to keep moving forward not just in comedy or in anything in life. Because where you, if you stay where you are, that is stagnation, and that's the death of the self. Yeah, exactly. If you're not, yeah, yeah, I know, I completely agree with you. Because that's the thing is, is, is I don't, I don't, I think some people get this misconception. I don't think that like Texas is some like golden ticket to like being the the next Joe Rogan or the next Tom Segura, or the next Bill Burr, like what right. whoever you whoever you know. That that's not what I think of it as. I think of it as a play, a good area for me to grind and no matter what happens out there i'm going to hone my craft as a comic absolutely more and easier and consistently than i could out here and and live comfortably you know because it's Mm -hmm. cheaper out there i i genuinely like austin and then there's great opportunity there's Mm -hmm. great opportunity in la absolutely even though la is a saturated market it's still the mecca that new york will always be the Mm -hmm. mecca so yeah there's there's always opportunity here too but there's also big opportunity here because they're gonna open that little comedy store type Mm -hmm. place out in uh out in Austin, and it's run by them, and they're going to yeah. book it and try and have it run like the comedy store. And exactly. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm going to be like a paid regular and as soon as it opens, but even just having the opportunity to maybe get on a lineup there uh, once a month and then eventually right. a couple times a month and then, uh, you know, once a week I'm there. You know, earning yeah. your, my way in there and being able to have a club to go up every night at that right. place, meeting comics, L.A. and New York people always coming in and out of there. Right. It's it's just a good opportunity, and that's what I think. But it's something that I have to grind. Right. You know what I mean? I I can't just I can't just not I can't just go out there and get hand in a silver plate doing you know one or two mics a week and hoping that I run into the right booker. No, I got to no. be getting up all the time which I will be, and then there's opportunity to climb. And, and you've got that right mindset because you're not expecting to be handed anything. Yeah. You know, from one, you've said it many times before that you're going to put in the work for it. Yeah. And if nothing else, you know, like, who was I talking to about it? It's not, don't do it. 
it's if you're gonna do it, how are you gonna do it? Mm-hmm. Have a plan, and you do have a plan. You've yeah. Got, you know, I remember you mentioned that you're still gonna have. You're not going in raw. You're not quitting your job. Yeah. You're going. You're not going in alone. You're going with people that you yeah, know. Yeah. Exactly. So this is great. And the worst case scenario is you come back with all this experience and all these new stories and life growth. Yeah, dude. I'm 23. Like, I come back. 25 to like grind in la like if yeah. that's like what happens who who cares? who cares now you've been in the game for this long in this kind of environment and you're that much more versatile and experienced for it yeah that is amazing yeah that is thank you i appreciate yeah. that because it, like i said you, you comfort the comfort zone you're not gonna do any change there mm-hmm. if i just kept telling the same jokes over and over i'm not gonna grow if you stayed in the same place or didn't do anything different. Yeah. So again, this is such an amazing thing for you to do. And that's something that I admire that you can do, you will do, and you're following your dreams. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So Yeah, I'm excited and I can't I can't wait. And I know it's gonna be great. And I'll miss my family and friends, but they'll visit and it's gonna be I just when I visited there, I was like, I was it's not that I'm not nervous anymore. Like mm-hmm. I still have that like Okay, like, you know, I'm leaving home. Because realistically, dude, I probably... Like, this is me moving out. Yeah. Because I don't plan to come back in two years and live at home. Like, if I came back in two years, I'd hopefully be moving to L.A. to, like... Because I have some opportunity in the L.A. scene. You know what I mean? Not moving back to live at home. So, like, realistically, it's kind of like the end of my childhood. Like, I'm I'm becoming a full-grown adult. I, 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 you know, I got to go out there and pay bills. I got to manage my money... I, I'm, I'm, you know, th- it's not like when I was in college. College, no. I was away from home, and yeah, I had to pay for my apartment and and do that. But it was different because I knew I was coming yeah. back home. You had that fallback, and this is, you know, in, in the literary tool refers to the hero's journey. Yeah, just like I took that class as a first step. Now you're taking that step and going into this new market mm-hmm. and to grow and expand and learn. You know, you're answering that call. Yeah, I think, yeah, because sometimes people do talk to me, like, kind. no one's ever, like, you're a fucking idiot, but there's people, when I talk to them about it, like, other comics and stuff, that I, I feel like they're being slightly negative, like, they're just, sure. like, they try to, like, like, instead of just being, like, you know, like, the ones that I really appreciate are just people, like, no, no, you don't have to ask me a million questions or tell me I'm a genius or that or, or tell me, yeah, this is going to be great. They just go, dude, that's so exciting. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Because but that's there, what it is. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. I, I tend to interrupt people too. No, go ahead, please. Um. So then like my, uh, so then like, yeah, sorry. I could hear my dad yelling to my grandma <laughs> over FaceTime and it threw me off. But um, I just sometimes comics talk to me the way like they're like, oh you're moving to austin and i'm like yeah and they're like i mean you know la is still gonna be like the, the where you gotta be like and i'm like yeah yeah i know and they're like i mean you are you gonna just try and go in and like right. like be under joe rogan i'm like no, no dude like i'm just gonna it just is like you can tell it's not them being directly negative they're uh-huh. just but you can feel the negative undertones you yeah know what i'm saying and I, I've heard that as well because a lot of people are talking about Austin. Yeah. Not everyone wants to go there. There's two things going on. One, you're walking the walk. Yeah. You're doing it and you planned it out. Two, and this is just me getting nerdy for a minute, it's basically done in Kruger effect. All they hear is Joe Rogan opened the club there. New yeah. market. Everyone's going to fly over there. No. It's like an expansion team in baseball or any of the other yeah. pro leagues. They do exploratory research into the market. They look at the conditions, and this is what you guys did. I'm sure of it. Yeah. 
And you just talked about it. It's on tape. You planned this out. You have clear, mm-hmm. realistic ex- expectations. Yeah, no, and I have a good, like, there's, the, the, the risk is so little. There's really no, there's really no risk. Because it's a great life opportunity in the end is all that really matters. Right. And, like, whether, no matter what happens with me or anything out there, I went out there and I, and I lived. Like, right. it doesn't, you know. What I, Thank the, you. You lived. Yeah, yeah. exactly it. So that's why I just, like, I pay no mind when people, like, talk negatively about it. And I just, you know, not everyone's going to support you, so it's not a big deal. Want to move into one of the first segments? We're going to move into the first segment, guys, the avid deserter segment of the podcast. So uh, this is where my guests give me their three favorite desserts and their least favorite dessert. So I'm, uh, I, I don't do mine cause I did them for so many weeks in a <laughs> row. You know, everyone knows them at this point. So, uh, what's your first favorite for first favorite dessert? That's easy. Good ice cream. I'm not talking budget gas station shit. Like what, what's your favorite flavor of the good ice cream? It really depends. Okay. This is going to get technical. For no, me, I love, I I love talking cream, about desserts. I did a lot of work in the food industry. Mm-hmm. Good ice cream has four ingredients. Milk, sugar, ice, certain kind of, and, certain kind, and whatever flavor you want to put in there. Yeah. Okay. The fifth unofficial ingredient is air, and it's called overrun. Uh-huh. And good ice cream, the difference between good and cheap ice cream, one quality of ingredients, two, the amount of air. You get cheap ice cream, even if it's frozen tall, you take a spoon and dig it in there. Yeah. You get a good gelato. I know you like to travel. Yeah. Good gelato has so little air in it and it is just thick. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I, I get good I ice cream. Uh-huh. And specifically pistachio. Uh I don't I wish I liked pistachio cuz I feel like it's I'm jealous of people who like like that like green tea, the mm-hmm. lighter desserts mm-hmm. because you can eat it and not feel like a piece of shit where if you eat like <laughs> dude like chocolate chip cookie dough has you just sitting there like you're oh, snorlax bro just <laughs> KO'd on the couch oh, you made the yeah. biggest mistake of your life if it makes you feel any better number two rocky road okay Classic. i dude that's not even what i'm hating on i like haven't tried it in so long mm-hmm. like i hated it i was such a picky child dude like i was I was so skinny. I looked like I lived in an internment camp. Like, mm-hmm. it was so... I was... And I would refuse. Dude, food couldn't touch. Two foods I liked couldn't fucking touch. <laughs> I was such a little fuck, and my parents were so nice that they put up with my little kid shit. Oh, good lord. Um, uh, but, sorry, so you were saying? Yeah, no. And then number three is um, something called ube, purple yam. Okay. It's traditional food. I don't know if you talked to, you know, AJ about it but it's a filipino thing yeah and it's kind of like sweet potato almost okay almost and if you one of these days before you go well or if or when you come back yeah we'll hit up this place that makes it really good from good ingredients from an actual stuff not powdered flavor okay that's disgusting yeah so yeah that's number one good high quality ice cream nice and so like what when you say with the air Uh what like so how how do you get more ice cream with air no, you get, and that's the quality. If you get a, here products are sold by volume, not by weight. Yeah. So a pint of ice, of good quality ice cream uh-huh. is this is not the same as a good, a pint of shitty cheap oh, ice cream. Oh, okay. You're talking so about the weight. air, yeah. Oh. So cheap ice cream is like whipped butter, uh-huh. you know. Good and that's the one where you get it and you open it. It's like not even filled to the top and shit. Yeah. And then when you take a spoon, it pours, it falls right in there. 
Okay, yeah. Oh, so okay. Good ice cream, you're fighting that like a you know, like a resistance band. Yeah. Like again, like gelato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so then the and so you're saying the cheap ice cream is just the crappy like goes in right yeah, away. It's it's more air, lower quality ingredients like fruit high fructose corn syrup, artificial colors, stuff like that. Do you have like a brand that you recommend that you think is good quality? Because I want to try this now. Um, you can't go wrong with God, I'm, oh God! All of a sudden, I can't remember. Um, funny enough, old old school dryers was like that. Okay, yeah. Um, there is a specific brand in San Francisco mm-hmm. called Mitchell's Mitchell's Ice Cream, family run for years. Okay, and they made everything uh, solid here locally. Mm-hmm. I um, oh screw it, I'll say the name. There's a place called Polar Playground on Beach Boulevard in Huntington Beach. They make stuff fresh. Um, and lastly, um. Bloody hell! It's a let. It's a Mexican place. Micho- La Michoacan. Okay. You can't go wrong. That that stuff makes this good sounds stuff. So I want this so yeah. bad because like I now I I know what you're talking about because I've had good ice cream before mm-hmm. from like different places and you're totally right. I I didn't even I never would have equated the whole air to it and thinking about that. You made this segment so. This is the smartest anyone's ever sounded <laughs> on this segment. Normally we're like I like brownies, no nuts though ice cream with you know a little bit of sprinkles just sounding real dumb and you're over here like you're like the albert einstein of desserts dude this is my phd right here (laughs) this is my phd guys that's great (laughs) over here banging on it like donkey kong (laughs) hell yeah get that percussion on the mic (laughs) that's awesome that's number one and then what so then number two you said is number two um number two and number three are really close but i'll give you something else a little um I think this, like I said, with ice cream, it's four ingredients. The next thing for me is sweet, sticky rice with mango and coconut milk. If you've been to the I've Thai never, I've ne- like, I didn't know that existed, but that sounds delicious. So, so it's sticky rice and then like, and then they just pour coconut milk on it or? Kind of. Have you ever had rice pudding? Yeah. Okay. Take off almost all the syrup, all that white stuff. Uh-huh. You're left with r- sticky, the sticky glutinous rice that's kind of like, Almost like a caramel type texture. Yeah, I love sticky rice. Right. right. So now you do that in a light syrup with some sweetened condensed coconut milk. And then pair that with a nice fresh ripe mangoes, sweet. So you've got that nice little citrus from the mango. sounds so delicious. Yeah, you've got that nice, like I said, that little crisp tang. And then the chewy, like mochi, almost texture like of sticky rice. I fucking love mochi, dude. Oh, God, it's so good. Sticky rice is a slightly coarser texture. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you mix it with a nice fresh soft mango and you get that nice contrast. Yeah. A little sweet, a little sour, a little citrus, a little sugar. Perfect. Nice, simple, easy to make. Anybody can make it at home. Dude, that sounds good. So, so uh, like the the actual dish is it rice pudding? To me, is very soggy. Yeah. Is 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 this soggy or no? no? So you're. No, like I'm I picturing said, it. It's more like, like it's more like you could like pick it up almost with your hands. Yeah. If I'm, you wanted. To. Yes, absolutely. It's firm enough that the right sticky rice will. Oh, stick answer me this. This is how yeah. I can figure out. It, yeah. Can do you eat it with chopsticks? Yes. Okay, because you could not eat American rice pudding with chopsticks. No, you cannot. That shit would leak right yeah. through. The, and the reason I ch- I used rice pudding is because I really couldn't think of the mochi. No, but it helps me. You help me understand more yeah. what it is. Yeah, so think about it like tiny oh, little... Oh, that sounds so good. Rice grain-sized pieces of mochi. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get this in Austin because it's a metropolitan center and a huge, diverse yeah. crowd. 
But again, here in this area, you have Thai town in LA. Okay. And a surprising amount of Thai food again in Huntington Beach. Yeah. Any good Thai place worth their salt will serve you a decent sticky rice and mango. You're right. Wow, that sounds so good. I got to try that. Is there a name for it or no? No, it's just sti- literally sticky rice and mango. That's the other benefit. You don't have to learn any new words. <laughs> I'm not the best at learning Find new words. Find some time and I will and I, I will take you to try it before you, if you Dude, don't I'm have down. time before Austin, then when you come back, just let me know. No, for sure. No, we'll for sure get that in. That sounds so good. Yeah. Um wow, life dude, you're like you're going to if I I should damn it, I should give away like a belt <laughs> for like that'd be so funny though if like i'm like for best dessert fan like and i give it to you but then imagine i'm like like in a couple like a couple months i'm like yo john you're like what's up man i go yo can you head down to uh the post office i need you to mail me the belt someone did way better than you oh hell i'm <laughs> gonna fight for that belt damn it i should like it should be like a digital belt like yeah dude i give you it you know what you have it i'm starting this and i won't it's not a thing i'll mention to any guests because i don't want to yeah. like them to go like because this was oh, organic from you. Yeah. yeah so one day if someone passes you I'll, I'll unfortunately inform you that you've lost your title yeah well, i'll have to surrender that nft yeah cold <laughs> dead hands i i uh with, a couple episodes ago we were trying it was me and a guest to figuring out exactly what nfts were i understand it now there i mean it's it's Okay, I think it's cool for, like, there's this girl I went to high school with, and yeah, she yeah. takes, like, really good photos. And she sold, yeah. like, an NFT of, like, a really beautiful photo she took for, like, a thousand bucks. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. I think just the dumb ones are, like, people, like, selling tweets and, like, sports uh, moments. Like, videos that we can all have. Like, those are so uh, weird. Oh, my God. I just, like, I think something in my brain just snapped because that, <laughs> you know, because the first exposure I had, look, I'm an old guy. Like like you said, I'm 42. Yeah. And for me, the, the, the con, like, TikTok, who was it that was complaining? Someone was complaining, like, these TikTok people are getting famous, <laughs> not even from their own material, just lip syncing over singing mm-hmm. somebody's song. And NFT to me is kind of a nice thing, and I completely agree with you. You are creating art, and you're protecting it from digital replication. Yeah, no, totally. But there's, like, I just, the dumb ones, I don't get. Like, I was listening to Rogan, and someone said that, like, Jamie sold one of his uh things is an nft uh-huh. and then his uh and then like he sold it for like five thousand dollars and then someone resold it for two million dollars after i'm just gonna go jump off a cliff right right now. dude like i get so mad when people get rich off shit that I, my dumbass could have done yeah you know that's oh thank you for qualifying that because if you do it god bless you don't hate the player hate the game yeah but it's like I'm just being salty is what it is. I'm not, I'm oh not and I'm being God. a hater, but like, I'm just, it's not that I don't respect it. It's, I'm, it's that I know that like, dude, I bought in at Dogecoin at like five cents and then it jumped up and then it like dropped down and mm-hmm. then I sold it like, uh, like breaking around even That's and good. it stayed down forever. Uh-huh. And then it jumped up to 50 cents and like, bro, if I would have just went, like, if I would have just went like, Yo, that five, I was in 500 bucks. But if yeah. I would have went like that 500 bucks that I put into Doge, if I would have just went, I don't need that. Just yeah. let it take a chance yep. like everyone else did. Yep. And it would have jumped up to 50 cents. I would have got back 50 grand. It would have oh been 10 to, or not, not 50 grand. It would have been, what's, it would have been 10 times my investment. So yeah. 5,000, yeah. 5,000 bucks, dude. That was, that's like, oh. that's like five months rent, four months yeah. rent of my apartment. Like that could have been, 
I'm angry that I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Well, that's my thought is that's you know now look for the next thing. I know. I'm and always too late, dude. I I bought into AMC too late. Oh, GameStop? Didn't didn't get into that one. Well, think of, don't think about that. Think about this. Now you're investing in yourself. Yeah. Dude, you're doing it again. This is my fucking podcast, man. Stop Stop trying to steal my podcast. You know us, sneaky little businessmen. (laughs) No, but yeah, it's not too late. You can always find something. I know. There's always the next bullshit thing to get rich off of. Fuck all you rich NFT Bitcoin motherfuckers. I hate you that you were smarter than me. Cheers to Um, that. What's your third favorite dessert? Third favorite is something a little weirder. It's shaved ice with toppings shaved ice goes hard you've, you've been to korea you know what bingsu is probably you take shaved ice some like red beans and jelly oh milk. i did see that i don't like beans then you can skip it get some tapioca get some oh, bubble tea okay. get some fruit jelly almond jelly whatever it is and that's part of why i like it the flexibility one day you want jelly one day you want beans mm-hmm. one day you want just condensed milk and sh- and shaved ice yeah, y'all go hard with the condensed milk. Yep. And we use just whole milk. Ooh. Ooh, that's a little weird. But I get it. I see it. That's basically a light milk, light milkshake. Yeah, it's it's just it's the fattening American thing that we do. <laughs> like, like for my family's drinking, uh, like whole milk. Like there's times in my oh, life yeah. where Shohei Otani just smashed a home run. God bless him, man. Only three runs down. Still probably gonna lose, but there's hope now. Well, we beat the, did we beat the spread? Um, I don't know. Pro- probably not. You gotta probably look at too the many runs side. down. No. Um, yeah, so Bingsu, it, and so many cultures have something similar. Like, in Chinese, it's Baoping. In the Philippines, they call it Halo Halo. And because, and it's easy. Yeah. And again, comes down to the quality of the ingredients. I so get you. No, that's such a big thing. You're right. Is like, every, like, there's things that, I don't like the cheap versions of I'm, I, but like that when you try like fresh, real new versions of mm-hmm. that shit, mm-hmm. it's so good. Right. And and I and and so it, it's made me try more stuff. Um, so uh, that sounds interesting. I need I need to try that because I like shaved ice. And there was this mm-hmm. place that used to be by my house. It, it went out of business, but it was called Snowland. Yes, and, I know what you're talking about. And, and it's like they like shaved ice, but like as powdery as you can right, make it. Right. And they flavor it. And like it's mm-hmm. very reminds me of mochi in some way, right. like a flakier mochi, but you could get mochi on top. Yeah. And it was yep. always so good. And it was yep. relatively nicely priced when I was younger because I could walk there. Yeah. My, uh, my parent, like, I would walk down and, and buy myself some. Like, the owner mm, knew me. Right. And, like, knew what, like, <laughs> like he'd ask me about football and stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, he went out of business. Probably, I didn't that's go there for, bad. like, three years, so that's probably why. Oh, was so probably, it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I started the Asian hate. Sorry. Crushing your, crushing dreams <laughs> everywhere, Brandon. <laughs> um, uh, what's your least favorite? I always love hearing okay. this. Okay, let me ask a qualifier. Are we talking dessert, dessert, or can I include candy in this? Do you have both? Yes, because number one, I want to hear worst both. thing that but, I will literally. But like, yeah, let's include candy. What's the worst? Okay, I will literally hurl and spit it out. I will. You asked me if I would punch my mom in the face for a million dollars or punch my grandma for ten million dollars. I will. You know, I will you, spit this in their face. It's so disgusting. Yeah, black licorice. Ah, uh, black licorice is so gross. That is a. You're only the crime. second person to ever say that one on here, which I really think. I think people like. I think some like 
in my mind, it doesn't cross my mind as something like that should be eaten. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Whoever yeah. ate this stuff, people criticize like, oh, how could you eat, you know, Rocky Mountain oysters? No, licorice, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's so gross. It's I hate. Have you ever had the? Uh, what's the liquor that tastes like black licorice? Uh, Jaeger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had Jaeger? Funny. Uh, is that different from Jaegermeister? No, it's yeah, it's the same thing. I just call it Jaeger because okay. I'm. 23 from California, and I talk <laughs> like a jackass. No, I have had Jaeger, and funny enough, in and of itself, I can tolerate a shot or two. I can get, yeah, no, I agree with you. If you gave me a shot, I'm not gonna like throw up because there's certain alcohol that makes me like sick no. like that or is too gross. Like, I hate fireball. Um, but, but, uh, Jaeger, yeah, after like one or two shots, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. The thing with Jaeger is you take it, your throat burns a little, but you're done. Uh-huh. Licorice sticks around, it mm-hmm. gets in your teeth. I will take a metal hook to get that shit out of my teeth. It lingers. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that, <laughs> my dad. what your dad said. <laughs> the opposite of what your dad yeah. said. That's just you yelling, yeah, because it leaves your body because you threw it up. Exactly. It won't make my, it won't get anywhere near my stomach. Licorice, number one worst if we're including candy. I will eat candy corn before I eat licorice. <laughs> I don't like candy corn either. My grandpa that you just met, he like loves candy corn like God a psychopath. bless him. But then again, he probably grew up in the Great Depression where the alternative is <laughs> dirt. Yeah. He was like, mm, this candy corn tastes so much better than the dust bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, licorice, candy corn, I can almost tolerate because mm-hmm. at least it tastes sweet. Yeah, candy corn, I don't like it, but it's not like, like I wouldn't, I'm not like, uh, like same with peeps. I loved peeps growing up. Right. Now I eat them and I'm like, uh, cause they're too sweet. Right. But they're like, but like you said, they're not. They're not gross. Like, black licorice just tastes bad. Right. Right. So and I feel gross. vaguely racist calling it black licorice. <laughs> I know that's, that's hilarious. Number one, black licorice. Who's your, your, ever, your other guest that said it? He is my buddy. He or she is my buddy. Dude, he said that it was his dad's favorite dessert. There's your act of rebellion. <laughs> psychological exactly. rebellion right there. That's just disgusting. Mm. Like, anyone likes it. Look, if you like it, but to be your favorite favorite you fucking there's something psycho. wrong with you yeah i'm um, fairly sure what uh what, what's your other least favorite one this one is easy it is spotted dick what <laughs> first of all it's when the, right, when it's the right. fuck did you just say spotted dick is a british food does that help clarify why it's fucking called british a spotted dick yeah but like w- what spotted dick is concentrated fruitcake Okay. I loathe fruitcake to begin with. Yeah. And when you have spotted dick, first of all, now you're putting that <laughs> mental image in your head. I so can't believe how many times you said spotted dick. I'm trying to get you canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Once this is canceled, I can take over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, fruitcake in general, and again, spotted dick in particular, fruitcake is just terrible. Fruitcake is, you know, I'm, who was it? I think it was Lewis Black that was saying there's just one piece of fruitcake that's just been circulated around forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's terrible. It's got the it's it's it, there's heavy cakes like pound cake, and yeah. or bun cake, and I get it; those are good. But the, and then they add these fruits that are just sweetened with this liqueur type flavor that yeah. just does not match. Yeah. If you've ever had a flambe where they didn't properly burn off all the alcohol, uh huh. That is fruit cake is just terrible. It's the worst. It's a texture thing. Yeah. Individual components are fine. Combine them, and it's just a bad kind of orgy in your mouth. 
what you know, the ones where you don't get STD it. testing. Jesus, back. yeah. Wait, so why do you know why it's called a spotted dick? Because the British said, "Screw you, we're keeping our traditions." That's the best. Yeah, as all right, I understand. we gotta. I gotta. I can't leave the listeners wondering like this. I'm my own Jamie, so I gotta look <laughs> this up because I gotta know spotted. This is gonna make my search history so. <laughs> Spot. Oh no. Okay. It, it, immediately, it said recipe dessert pudding sponge in a can. Okay. It's let's uh, <laughs> let's see, guys. If you're watching, there's okay. Whoa. Follow along, guys. All right. These are the pictures of it. That's not what I thought it would look like. It uh, no. it does remind me of a Dalmatian. Honestly, it looks kind of good. Like this one looks like it has blueberries in it. Look at this one. Yeah. That, that one looks kind of good. It's kind of like a muffin almost. Yeah. Okay. You're right. It seems like a very. Oh, what the fuck. Is this what you're talking about? The canned one? Spotted Dick Heinz? Well, of course, yeah. Anything canned usually oh, is not going to be as good as there, The fuck? I'm telling you guys. Licorice, then this. Okay. You know, there's war crimes, and then there's violations of the <laughs> Geneva Convention. of what the, That's what this is. Are you guys ready for the, your, your favorite segment called Listen to Brandon Reed? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to try my best. <laughs> Spotted dick, also known as spotted dog, or the railway cake, like it makes it any better, is a traditional baked pudding historically made with suet. What the hell is suet? All right, guys, we got to look at another thing. Sorry, <laughs> now man. This is going to turn into your last wiki walk. Yeah. <laughs> suet is a raw, hard, or beef or lamb mutton. They're like raw, hard fat. Oh, it's the fat. Okay. Oh, so okay, I okay, I get they use fat in cooking sometimes. I don't okay, it's that's still kind animal of animal fat. I'm not yeah okay, it's still a little weird. So I don't want to hear anybody talking okay, about Chinese. Okay, it said traditionally cooking. though because think about it, they didn't have like Crisco and shit back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and is uh usually has currants or raisins are the dried fruit served with custard. I do like custard. Oh, here's a picture of it, like sitting in custard. Uh, that looks a little better to me. Now let's see. Custard makes everything. Let's see. Better. Okay, here we go. The dish first attested in Alex Sawyer's *The Modern Housewife of Menagerie*. It's Menagerie. a. It, is that, how did you know that? Forty-two. I've had time to learn something. It was published in eighteen forty-nine. <laughs> That's impressive, dude. I thanks for. Did you? He's not. He can't even see the word. If you're listening, he can't see the laptop. It's definitely too far to away. To be fair, I can pronounce Lejean, So Menagerie okay, fair is enough. not quite that big of a leap. Oh yeah, when I host the AJ's mic, I'm saying everyone's last name wrong on purpose, just because they did it to me. <laughs> Karma. Yeah. Uh, the name the sp- okay. Uh. Okay, yeah. The name The Spotted Dog first appeared in 1855 in Siam's Working Men World, where it was described as very a very marly species of plum pudding. This name, along with the railway cake, is most common in Ireland, where it is ma- is more of a to a sofa bed loaf. It's made... What? Oh, a soda bed loaf. God, okay, I, I was about to read. say. That was a soda bread loaf. Oh, what the hell? It's not what I would have thought it would look no, like. No, it's like a shitty scone. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what who, it looks like. Who who needs uh who needs Wikipedia when I have John Lou? You wanna? You, uh, I can pay you um five dollars and um a year, and <laughs> you can sit in the corner, no chair though. And I need you to just tell me stuff when I don't know what's going on. Um, hey, just like Foxconn. I just want to know when it became the spotted dick. The spell reported uh the. <laughs> <laughs> Those were I just mumbled the the. Paul Mall Gazette reported in 1892 that the Kilburn sisters daily satisfied hundreds of dockers <laughs> with soup and spotted dick. The name, 
Oh, this, hey, I cannot good. write material better than this. I know. Hey, the next line. The name has long been a source of amusement and double entendres. <laughs> Reportedly, restaurant staff at the House of Parliament decided to rename it the Spotted Richard, so it was less likely to cause a stir. Um, okay. <laughs> so we still kind of didn't really get tradition. They're doing it as a gag. It sounds like the. It sounds like a newspaper just like misspelt it wrong or called it that, mm-hmm. and then it was too funny not to keep. Okay, right. I like it. It's a meme food. I gotta try the spotted dick. <laughs> Twelve inches, man. Oh man, I forgot, guys. Sorry. There's. I normally have a bat between me. That uh, that's. The, I'm gonna go get it. Just are right, your podcast is yours now. Mine. <laughs> All right, bitches. Now it's time to get re. Oh shit, he's got a bat. <laughs> Recall John Lou. Cancel. My, it's my podcast now. <laughs> I forgot to put that up, and it felt I felt lonely without it. It's also my bonk stick. If you get too horny, like you start saying too much horny shit, I'm gonna hit you in the head. You with mean it. like twelve inch spotted dick? No, because <laughs> now I want a twelve inch spotted <laughs> dick. You motherfucker! Someone clip that and play it at my wedding. <laughs> Um. Okay. Well, that's the uh, the avid deserter segment. I you educated us. You now hold the the title for smartest avid deserter. Um. I'll let you know when you lose it if you ever lose it. Mm. Um. Now, uh, there's a couple other things I wanted to talk about. We also got a couple other segments left. Let's do it. Um. This is the one that I wanted to talk to you about. Was do you think you could? It obviously when you were younger. Do you think you could have been in the army and gone to war? God no. God yeah. no, I know exactly who I am. Yeah. I I don't think I could do it, dude. I think like uh okay, cuz hear me out. It's not like the discipline and I think I'm in good shape and like I could look the part and be good and learn how to shoot a gun. Mm-hmm. But I think when shit hit the fan because like I know when I've been in situations that obviously are nowhere close to war, mm-hmm. but like where I can get in trouble or something bad can happen, and I bail and get out of there so quick. So I think I would be the guy crying in the foxhole, dude. I there's no question I'm that guy because when I go camping, I am bitching <laughs> the entire time. That's okay. so funny. If you tell me that foxhole has a hot running shower and a working toilet, then we'll talk. Yeah, dude. Oh god, I was watching Saving Private Ryan. That's what made me think of this. It's oh just god, the idea of of being in war like that is just beyond something i can like fathom or you know what i mean or or that i could handle at least that's what i think um now the other the other thing i want to talk to you about uh was i went to a wedding yesterday or sat today's monday so Uh i went to a wedding saturday Uh it was a really nice wedding in like a backyard um i had this like funny moment where so the bride's like you know they bring out the bridal party and the, right, the right. bride goes down the, the aisle. Right. And, and I'm sure like, ev- yeah. And every girl in there is like, Oh my God, I hope I look this pretty at my wedding and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or on the other hand, they're like, Oh, look at this bitch. I can't believe she got married. They're going to break up in a year. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the whole time I was just daydreaming, <laughs> thinking about what I wanted to do at my bachelor party. <laughs> like the entire, Hell, the entire time. Yeah. Dude, like girls around me are crying. Cause she mm-hmm. looks so beautiful. You know, like, you know, her dad and mom are crying and she's coming down the aisle. And I'm like, bro, I want to go 
to a baseball game mm -hmm. and I want strippers to play the entire baseball oh, game. Yeah. And I want there to be a Mountain Dew fountain Fuck. and like just, you know, you've got a plan. <laughs> exactly. But just thinking of like all these like like I was and I was thinking ridiculous thoughts uh -huh. too, or I think just because I, I have a short attention span and yeah. as comics, we think of comical things. Sure, sure. I was thinking, you know how like they bring out uh they bring out like the dance floor or they are they open oh, yeah. but they open up the dance floor. Yeah. I want there to be like ten beer pong tables at my wedding and all my friends are gonna get so drunk and competitive mm -hmm. playing beer pong against each other. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking like how funny it would be if like like cause I have like a solid group of like ten friends. Your squad. Yeah. I want them to be uh like all my best men Hell all yeah. of them and Hell like yeah and i want to have something at the we the wedding maybe like drinking based or like some fun competitive thing for who gets to be like the bestest man nice. and they get to be the one closest and give me give me the ring and hold the rings yeah. and i'm gonna make them do something like not like gross or like weird oh. but something like fun competitive yeah. that'll be fun for me like Oh, it'd be so fun to have everyone get in like fat suits and like try and push and each other off a balance sumo, beam right? or sumo yeah. reassel or something this like that. This is gonna that. be, you know, like uh, Ninja Warrior, Brandon's Ninja Warrior <laughs> wedding. That's exactly. What it's be. Dude, this is another million dollar idea. Right. This could but be a TV show here's too. Here's my thought. Yeah. What's stopping you from doing that right now? I mean, the problem Why is. I to get married. I mean, you're right. I just don't know if I could get all my friends to like go along with my you, crazy shenanigans where you like. You just said beer pong. Fat suits, balance beam. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You're I right. I see no flaws <laughs> in this plan. Yeah, this could be the next like group vacation easily. Oh, hell yeah. Um, all right, I want to move into. We're gonna move into the last couple Let's segments, kind of wrap up the podcast Let's here. This one is the dumbass of the week, brought mm -hmm. to you by Red Foreman. Uh, dumbass, dumbasses, dumbass, 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 dumbass. The dumbass of the week this week is Floyd Mayweather because I don't know if you heard, Ooh. but Floyd Mayweather is set to box. Logan Paul Has that been on June 6th. Yes, Logan Holy Paul. Crap. And then he's also uh, on the undercard, Chad Ochocinco, former uh, Bengals wide receiver, now right, Chad right. Johnson, is also boxing on the undercard against we don't know who yet. So it's going to be crazy. <laughs> but here's why I called it the dumbass of the week, yeah. because Mayweather is arguably one of the best boxers to ever do it i know there's yeah. people that you know i'm not saying he, he it's it, you know everyone's goat decision is different right. but he has to always be in at least in consideration right when he was young he knocked people out when he goes older he got technical and good exactly he's 49 and 0 50 and 0 if you want to count the mcgregor fight <sighs> but like yeah he's probably gonna destroy logan paul but if he takes his training easily or if he goes in there joking around because the problem is it's a rubber match because yeah. Mayweather fights at like 155 I think or yeah. something. How much is he now? That's how much he is but Logan Paul's going to fight at his 200 pounds. There's a reason their weight classes exist in boxing. And you can do point. rubber matches in boxing yeah. but like that's my thought is is like okay Floyd, if Floyd gives his 110% in training and goes out there it's like he's fighting for his first ever, you yeah. know, title belt, like he's he hungry. Yeah, he whoops him. But if he goes out there soft, he's gonna get caught yeah. because those two hundred pound hands are heavy. Yeah, heavier and than what you get hit with normally. Right, and it doesn't matter because lucky shit happens all the time, bro. And so my thing is, is if he wins, he gains nothing from this. Yeah, he gets a paycheck. Maybe, yeah. he, maybe he needs money, bro. Maybe that's maybe. what it is. But 
he gains nothing else by winning. No. And if he loses, it will soil his reputation. He's he, no longer undefeated. Oh my God, like he a, loses yeah. respect. He becomes sad. You lost to Logan Paul. You know, you talk about shitting on your legacy. That is taking every dirty diaper at your last resort retirement. Yes, dude, exactly. All right. And, and like, boxing all the time has bullshit rigged endings and nonsense like that. And so you never know, like, you never know. What if he gets, what if things get crooked? Like, I know yeah. Ben Askren looked like shit against Jake Paul, but that's early stoppage yeah. was bullshit. That he was, was fine. Odd. That and, was super and what weird. if that happens... To Mayweather, what if he gets caught with that one lucky yeah. hand, falls down, but gets up fine, and the judge calls it early? Now his reputation's ruined. Right. I think there's no reward. And that's assuming he's in on the scam. Mm -hmm. If he's not in and the fight is fixed, he can't say shit because now I mean, he's just going to look like a little bitch. No but offense. you know Mayweather probably is getting like 70-30, yeah. like, like a pay-per-view. Oh, a and, huge cut of the purse. Yeah. I can't see him going any less than, like you said, 70-30. Uh-huh. But like you said, it's only money. You got... Actually, no, you can get the admiration of millions for beating the shit out of Logan Paul. Yeah. Let's say that. But even then, that's not worth it. You invest your shit in some stocks. Buy some Dogecoin, goddammit. No, I completely agree with you, dude. You know? I agree. Dumbass of the week, possibly the year. Decade if he loses. Yeah, yeah. Decade that'll be reviewed for sure if he loses uh, that week of June 6th. Yeah. Now, um... We're going to move into another segment, too. We're going to move into the Would You Rather segment of the podcast, the original segment from the very first episode. So I got wow. two more Would You Rathers for right, you. Let's do it. Would you rather turn completely blind every night or have a life-threatening sun allergy? For, okay, that's an easy answer. Blind every night, okay? Okay. Because I've seen enough vampire movies <laughs> to know that sunlight gets fucking everywhere. Yeah, you no, know, you're or right. Someone's gonna be like, "Hey, look at this tanning gun I bought." Oh shit! I mean, you would have to wear like long sleeve pants all the time. You would have mm -hmm. to wear like one of those weird sun hats. Right. But you would also, if you blind at night, you got to do stand up blind. It's okay. Have Fair you enough. seen some of these crowds? <laughs> okay, Fair that enough, was yeah. terrible. <laughs> I know. I liked thing. it. Yeah, but that's the thing. If I'm blind, shit, I still got my sense of touch. You don't. Let me be. Let me put it to you this way, guys. If someone blindfolds you in a strip club, are you gonna complain that much? Wow, dude, that's you're <laughs> you're very right. My thought process is more that like I think the age difference plays a factor here because like I'm thinking like I gotta go to the bar blind, like everything. Be, I do stuff at night, but I suppose if I was like only doing stand up and like like and had more like a typical nine to, or a typical nine to five life, that yeah. I would that I would definitely want to be blind at night. But I also wouldn't want to be allergic to the sun. I like the beach, dude. That shit would suck. You'd be right. so hot and sweaty all the time. Mm -hmm. I think I would go blind at night. Agree. And besides, you can get a blind uh, guide dog and pick up chicks that way if you were. Dude, no, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Sun thing. I changed my. I started you thinking, know? dude. I couldn't watch the Angel game tonight. I couldn't watch the Sunday Night Eagles game. I couldn't go to the movies at night. I couldn't watch movies with Erica. I would be miserable. I couldn't play video games at night. I love to play video games. Replay though. during the day. No. No? I, okay. I, no, I can't. But you're right. Video games, you can't do Dude, that. Dude, I'd, I'd rather just become the long sleeve guy. I'd wear. I'd carry a backpack with hella deodorant. Yeah. Uh, and, I would, and I would probably thrive in places that it was cold. I'd probably move to Minnesota. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some shit like that. Or right, Alaska. Right, right. Somewhere where, where it's I like belong. six months of night. Exactly. Where I, be where I belong. You're golden. That's true. If you were blind at night in Alaska, you're 
fuck for half the year. Yeah, no, yeah, wow. <laughs> That'd be so awful. God, Imagine no, being born gotta... a blind person in Alaska. I'm just thinking, like, bear, bear, where? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably be glad at some point. You'd be like, thank God this bear's ripping me apart. I don't have like, to live this life this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a good one. I like this yeah, one. Would you got? rather live your life how it is now so exact nothing changes okay or go back 600 years and you're an emperor first answer is going to be hella sappy i gotta let you i think you know yeah. this already i'm happily married uh-huh wouldn't trade it for the world yeah so that's the first point yes good second way point. to co- okay you covered your ass she's satisfied second point going back 600 years to be an emperor Let's talk about the long line of assassinations, poisoning, oh, backstabbing, yeah. murdering. Was there like ever an emperor that like everyone kind of fucked with? Good question. I don't know. Okay. I'm a Google. Any has any any anyone fuck with emperors? Here's the thing that I'm thinking of. There's a movie. There's a movie called Curse of the Golden Flower. Have you seen this? No. Okay. Do you? I'm gonna spoil it for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So the this guy, uh, Chow Yun Fat. You know who that is. Uh-huh. Hong Kong action star, married to Gong Li, one of the most beautiful women in the world. That's a reason in the movie. Yeah. And he says in an interview, that's why he took the role to, to the, <laughs> you know, hang around Gong Li. That's he's hilarious. He's got three kids. Yeah. And one, he's poisoning his wife. Two, the other kid kills his other kid. Jesus. Three, the third kid who loves his mom and he knows his dad is poisoning his mom, tries to kill his dad. Yeah. I don't really need that kind of lifestyle. Okay, I fair like, enough. I'm low maintenance. I love my wife. She's a hell of a good cook. So I'm okay. And f- besides, 600 years ago, there's a lot of freaking diseases that we don't know how to fix. I don't want to literally piss fire and not have a cure for it. Fair enough. You know, it doesn't matter how rich you are if you're pissing fire. There was great Ro- Roman emperors, it says. Because mm. I kind of immediately thought of like... Caligula? Like a- an emperor. I was thinking of like Japan, you know? Oh, yeah. And then, but then... Yeah, but then like I guess I guess they probably still try to get it. Sat- Didn't it happen in Mulan? That's my only reference of what of what of an emperor. I'm not very cultured on emperors, <laughs> is what I'm finding out. I no, guess what people no. like this guy Augustus. I don't know. Augustus, yeah, named after the month. I'm, yeah, he I'm like created Rome, so they were kind of well, like we go. fuck with this guy. Yeah, he's like their George Washington. Like I bet if you really did some research, George Washington was probably not a very good guy. He had his flaws, yeah. People like to think, oh, he gave up all his slaves. No, he didn't. Yeah. He, gave, he, he said, let them free after my wife died. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. No. What a fuck. What an ass. And the what? last thought, 600 years ago, they didn't have the internet. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah I just was talking about how I was going to... I'd rather die from the sun than not be able to watch a movie at night. So you got me there. Yep. Fuck being an emperor. <laughs> not can't, can't do it, dude. Um, before we go into the last segment, yeah. um, I want to show you this video. Yeah, so sure. the, the NFL draft just happened. Oh, and my yeah. friend Eddie Paniagua put up this video of, of him reacting to the Raiders draft pick. And it went viral. It Holy has shit. It has... 29 2000 20 oh my god 300 retweets wow 75k views and look at him he just that was an easier way to say it oh he drops it he sees the pick look takes the hat off (laughs) takes the chain off (laughs) 
Oh my God, he's a Raiders guy, isn't he? Yeah, diehard Raiders fan. Love the yeah, guy. Yeah, just walk out of there. They're done. But dude, it went viral and like people were like taking the video and like using it as memes and Hell stuff. Yeah. But dude, people like it sucked because like at first it was cool because he kind of was like Raider Twitter famous and he loves yeah. Raider Twitter and all that. Yeah. But then like people started like talking shit on him. I knew that like, was gonna happen. Dude, I can't believe how much people assholes are that like yeah. dude, like people were going in there like like calling like okay whatever they called him someone called him idiots which like yeah whatever they think that it was a good draft pick and, yeah. and that happens but like people started like calling him fat and like telling him is look how shitty his house yeah. is why are we listening to him like that's so fucked dude I'd why like are people why are people so angry because this is okay sometimes teams are all they have okay people are passionate about something and passion doesn't necessarily match with logic first of all some of y'all take this too seriously. Can yeah. Me on that? And a friend of mine used to say, ignore the riffraff. Yeah. Let him, let him hate because he's still getting those, those views and retweets. And I thought you were going to say the Raider Nation, like the organization reached out to him and said, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> no, nah, that would kill they, me if I was a diehard Raiders guy. Yeah, they couldn't respond because the caption was, fuck John Gruden. Which, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> They can't be on his side for that one. No. But uh, I just, it made me realize that uh, when I'm famous, that I, no way. Oh, they almost just hit a tying home run. Damn oh. Um, Heartbreaking. There's a. Run, fat boy, run. What are you doing? What are you doing, Albert Out? Pujols? Come on. I hate this old motherfucker. I was just talking with you, you know, Galen about this. It's like they overpaid for this guy. Yeah, he sucks. I'm not a fan of him. Um. But, yeah, dude, it made me realize that I'm going to get in a lot of arguments. You now, are. Now, uh, we're going to move into the final segment, wrap the podcast up yep. here. This one's called the Your Last Resort Media. Uh, and it's where we talk about movies or anything mm -hmm. that you've seen recently that you want to kind of shout out. So, uh, I saw, I just, uh, recently I watched Saving Private Ryan, obviously. Yep. Yep. Great movie. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. I wanted to see it because it ju they just took it off Netflix. So, it's oh, like a terrible time for me to suggest it to people because mm -hmm. I don't know where you can watch it now. Um, I, I was watching Key and Peele clips. Oh, my And God. I just forgot Classic. how great Key and Peele is. Right. And then, uh, music-wise, uh, re this reggae band Revolution I like dropped Ooh. some new music. And it's uh -huh. really good. And I really liked it. So uh, I just want to okay. shout that out. But uh, what about you? Any other music, movies, anything like that that you want to shout out? Two, two movies that are worth watching if you just want some dumb, stupid fun to just enjoy the night. Drink yeah. some beers. King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh huh. Mortal Kombat. Dude, I loved Mortal Kombat. I'm old enough to remember the original. But like I said, this is just mindless. Turn on the movies, have some fun, which is so rare nowadays. Nobody wants to just yeah. Every not everything needs to be Citizen Kane, guys. Yeah, exactly, dude. Sometimes Overthrown you, by Paddington. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to see a giant monkey fight a giant lizard and call it a day. No, I uh, I completely I completely agree with you. There's thing I don't know if I shouted this out. I don't know if I saw it this week. Mm -hmm. I think I I think I haven't talked about this. I saw nobody. That new movie, it's with uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk, the guy who plays Better Call Saul from right, Breaking right. Bad. Yeah. And he's like, like, he's this like crazy, like, ex soldier killer guy. And these mm -hmm. people like fuck with his family. It's just like, yeah. it's just an hour and 30 minute mindless action mm -hmm. movie that was so dope mm -hmm. and so good. On my rating, it's a three out of three. Like, you should go see it if you <laughs> like action movies. Absolutely. Um, but what, what was the other ones you were. Lastly, I was going to talk about two things. One, uh, Nomadland. 
Okay. It's won awards, and people are. I gotta say this: it's it's May, it's Asian Heritage Month. Yeah. Asian Pride Month. People were saying Chloe Zhao won a mercy pick. It is uh, the story about this woman who lives in a van. They lost their job. The corporate, you know, town yeah. goes down. It is just people shit on living in a van, and you watch this movie, and it's genuine. They're not trying to. There's no message in the sense that you one way or another. Yeah. You watch it, and you watch something real. And the last thing, just like you watch Keaton Peel, I've been rewatching Chappelle's show. Ah, dude, Chappelle's show is so great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he got the rights back to it and all yeah. that. And I hope that uh, it comes back, like he mentioned. Um, yep. Anything else you want to shout out? If not, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Had yeah, a man. great time. And best to luck to you in Austin. Thank you, bro. If there's this is your chance, too, if you want to plug your Instagram, anything right. like that, any shows you got coming up. Oh, man. Um, Instagram is, you got to be kidding me. L- I'm not going to spell it out. It's, I, it's on thing. the screen in yeah, the bio. That's exactly. a great, great name, though. John Lou. So Lou got to be kidding me. Yep. Great wordplay. Um, May 29th, I'll be doing the Crazy Woke Asian show in the Santa Monica. Okay. May 28th, do, um, with uh, Jamari McLean and Seal Beach, COVID-free comedy. Fire. Yeah. And, you know, thank you. Thank you so much once again for having me. And, yeah, that's all I've got. Of course, dude. Of course. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being on the podcast uh real quick guys um may 29th if you're in the fresno area you can see me the poster is between us you can see me galen nash dom pierno heading up to fresno this dope flyer was made by his boy that i probably will forget to tag so too bad um (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah man come check it out if you know anyone in fresno tell them to come it'll be a great show i think it's like 10 bucks uh gonna be a great time we're all killers it's gonna be fun other than that, I uh, I don't have any shows right now in OC. I had that one the other night that you were on. It was great fun. You did so good. Ah, uh, thank you, man, dude. You did great too. It was awesome to see to see. It was fun to see all our friends kill and do well. Oh yeah. Um, and then uh, other than that, guys, I'll keep you updated. I didn't do a your last review this week. I got I just kind of got distracted with the wedding and all that shit going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. But I'll be back next week with ones every Monday. I'll be consistent with it again. And uh, we got stickers available. Let me know if you want them. We got uh, T-shirts. You can find those through the website. And then other than that, guys, uh, if this is your first time listening or your 59th time listening, I appreciate you, the squad. I love you. And most importantly, thank you for letting us be your last resort. Yeah, check it out now. It's like this shawl. It's like that, Anna. It's like this shawl. It's like that, Anna. Like that. Check it out now. Check it out. This one right here is about a girl And you've seen this girl before If you've been to any club in the whole wide world Check it out Her nickname's Last Resort See her in the corner with a plastic fork You see her out the side of your eyes Only girl in the club is smuggled in for This has been a Your Last Resort production